0: Welcome to day 282 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Kemp here with David Keefe and Cindy Kemp as we continue our journey through the book of Hebrews. And what a rich book this is. For those of you that love the Old Testament story, you see the writer of Hebrews begin to take that story show us how it has a far greater fulfillment in the person of christ so whenever jesus said in the gospel of matthew i've come to fulfill the law and the prophets we, we see exactly how he is the fullness of everything expressed in the law and the prophets and so he begins the book by expressing how uh, the Sun is the exact representation of God's being and the essence of His glory. He's the one through whom God created uh, the heavens and the earth. and He's the one who holds them together by the power of His, his word. And so God has spoken definitively you know, to us through His Son. And he begins by saying the sun is far greater than mm-hmm. angels. And now we move into chapter three. Will he remind us that the sun is far greater than Moses? Of course, if you had you know a hero as someone who was deeply rooted in the Old Testament, Moses may well have been at the center as the one who was God's mm-hmm. instrument in delivering them, you know through uh, from slavery in Egypt, who uh, was God's instrument in giving them instruction or the law or the Torah. And, and of course, in chapter three, uh, the writer of Hebrews reminds us that we've received far more from Jesus. And we're reminded of what you know John has already said in this mm-hmm. he said, The law came through Moses, but grace and truth have come to us through the Lord Jesus Christ. Before we read, as always, we we read uh, anticipation of uh, communion with the Heavenly Father by the Spirit through his word based on the sacrifice of Christ. Uh, We enter into a, a moment with him in which we ask him to stir our affections and to continue his work in us. So we don't read to know more about the Bible. We read to know God more fully Mm -hmm. and to follow him Mm -hmm. uh, more faithfully. Mm -hmm. So before we read, David, do you mind lifting us up? No, let's
1: pray. And, Father, we do ask that that as we now um, turn to your word, um, you would help us to behold the wonder and the majesty of of Christ. Um, Father, our hearts stray and, and wander so quickly. And so we ask now that you would do the work that only you can do through your word and help renew and restore our hearts affections um, for christ and for who you are and so may we see you now in, in your word um, help us to behold you and we do that for your glory and, and our joy we pray this all in the name of jesus amen hebrews chapter 3
0: verse 1 therefore holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling fix your thoughts on jesus whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has a greater honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all of God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house, and we are his house if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. So as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness where your ancestors tested and tried me. Though for 40 years they saw what I did, that is why I was angry with that generation. I said their hearts are always going astray and they have not known my ways. So I declared on an oath in my anger, They shall never enter my rest. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. As has just been said, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Who were they who heard and rebelled? Were they not All those Moses led out of Egypt, and with whom was he angry for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies perished in the wilderness? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not those who disobeyed? So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. Mm -hmm. So we have a nice, uh, nice warning there Mm -hmm. not to draw back and of course we have a nice you know description you know twice in this passage and you know, believers or genuine believers are described you know as those who hold firmly to the end so we have in you know verse six and we are his house if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope uh, in in which we in which we glory and then we have in verse 14 we have come to share in christ if indeed we hold our original convictions firmly to the very end mm-hmm. so this is the reformed doctrine of perseverance, those who are genuinely Mm -hmm. in Christ, will persevere in faith and in good works Mm -hmm. because the one who has brought them to faith keeps them Mm -hmm. in the faith. Mm -hmm. And the writer of Hebrews is warning us not to shrink back from that faith.
1: No, and that is a great reminder for us um, who, like Israel, are in that wilderness period as exiles, as strangers, and and he's encouraging us by looking to them and to not repeat the pattern they did in the old testament by not believing by having unbelieving hearts and so he can point to them and obviously encourage his audience to not do the same to look to that example um and to persevere to endure which is a great reminder of what a lot of the christian life is is A call to persevere and a call to endure
0: in the middle of the wilderness. Yeah, in difficulty. In the place where not everything is as it should be. We've Mm -hmm. we've been cast out of the garden. We've Mm -hmm. not yet entered the promised land. Mm -hmm. So we are, you know, we are you know typologically or uh, you know in the wilderness where things are not always comfortable and things are not always easy. But uh, God has promised to sustain us in in the middle of that.
1: I love verse thirteen because as we're um, persevering. Um, he's encouraging. He's encouraging us to encourage each other daily, as 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 long as the day is called today. So I just appreciate that a lot of this is done in community. That we continue to encourage one another and kind of point, you know, point back to, you know, where our faith has started and who's holding that faith, you know, faithfully for us. But to encourage one another, so our important. encouragement
0: not only comes from who he is, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. our encouragement comes from. You know, the Spirit through each other, you know, through His Word and through each other as we, you know, daily encourage each other. And, of course, this will reach its, you know, climax, the idea of community in Chapter 10, you know, where it says, you know, let us, you know, consider how we can continue to spur one another on to love and good deeds. Let's not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Here he's, you know, praying off of, you know, Psalm you know 95. And Psalm ninety-five is that long section, you know, that's just been, you know, quoted, where it talks about God not being pleased with that generation as they came right to the edge of God's promises mm-hmm. and then shrunk back because of their unbelief. And He said, "Today, if you hear His voice, then you know, do not harden your hearts." And, and by today, He means whenever God is speaking and wherever mm-hmm. His Spirit is moving, don't take it for granted. You know, hear His voice, respond. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, deeply to. Uh, what he's doing in your heart. Don't quince. Don't grieve the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Don't assume on grace that I have a lot of days. I can come back to him anytime I want to. Uh, you know, as long as today is today, today yeah. is the day.
1: Do it today. That's yeah. right. No, don't put it off. No, and I do love what he's getting at there in verse 13, which he, he points elsewhere. You know, he wants us to fix our thoughts on Jesus to, mm-hmm. to see that he's the faithful one. You know, he was faithful. Um, he, like Moses, um, you know has been found to be greater and now moses was you know a faithful servant of all of god's house in verse six you see that but christ is the faithful um, as the son over god's house and and we are his house that, that peter and talks I about that. right yeah. yeah exactly what a beautiful picture mm-hmm. no
0: you have you have the word house you know appears you know several times starting in verse two uh, you know Moses was faithful in God's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus is greater, just as the builder is greater, you know, than the house itself. Every house is built by someone. God is the builder of everything. This is the work that He is doing. Moses was servant in God's house. Jesus is the son in God's house, and we are, you know, God's house. What He is doing, and, and you brought that out. You know, Peter brings that up beautifully, living stones being built together in which he dwells by his Spirit. So the beautiful image yeah. you know, of who we are in Christ. And, and again, you know, when you were talking about community a while ago, yeah. that is that community where we have been fitted together mm. in order for the Spirit to dwell among us. And in, in that we take responsibility for each other, encouraging one another you know, as long as it's still called the day.
1: And I like as well, you know, Peter talks about in this living house, these stones, these living stones were to be a holy priesthood, and then here he's talking about Christ, who is um, our, our apostle, kind of our messenger, but also our, our high priest, yeah. as this, this greater high priest mm-hmm. than we've ever experienced before that mediates between us and, mm-hmm. and God.
0: And, of course, he's, he's combining Old Testament images. Have a, you have know, three Old Testament images of prophet, priest, and king. Mm-hmm. And when he says he is our apostle, he is our messenger, he's the one who has brought the word of God to us. But not only is he the one who has brought the word of God to us, he's the one who mediates uh, the power of God's word in our life in order to you know, transform us. So a high priest would offer sacrifices for the atonement of people as our high priest has not only offered a sacrifice, but he has given us his spirit Mm -hmm. as well to transform us in the image of Christ.
1: And I do appreciate too that it ties in that we can have confidence and hope um, it's not something that we would generate in ourselves thinking that we can persevere just based on willpower, but it's, it's a great confidence and hope based on what Christ has done as he's the one that's faithful. So I appreciate there, that. There's
0: no doubt about it that uh, if our confidence is in our ability to endure, uh, we are going to have plenty of days you know, where we just throw our hands in the air and say, I've had enough. But if our confidence is in his ability to sustain us in in the faith and we draw strength and courage from him, Mm -hmm. then we do have hope. Mm -hmm. We're still, as David skillfully pointed out, living in the wilderness. So things will be tough. We will be tested. Uh, But all of this is so God uh, can work in us. And it's not
1: so much do you have confidence and hope because we all have confidence and hope in something. You know all of us even listening today like your confidence and hope isn't something but the author of Hebrews was willing to remind us you know that needs to be christ right. that's our okay. main confidence that's mm-hmm. our main hope as we kind of sojourn on in these difficult days mm-hmm. not in our ability to kind of yep. fix up things and make them a little nicer you know exactly. mm-hmm. and so i love that where maybe some people might think hebrews is a little too heady and, and maybe not practical this is incredibly it's practical. So encouraging um, for us as mm-hmm. believers here and now. Mm-hmm. Where's our confidence? Where's our hope? And then he tells us, "Well, put your thoughts on Jesus."
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, what is an unbelieving heart? As he defines it here, an mm-hmm. unbelieving heart is not someone uh, who does not have confidence that Jesus Christ is both uh, everything God is and everything that we are. In other mm-hmm. words, it's it's not I believe the right things theologically. Mm-hmm. Uh, unbelieving heart and it he was described as those who would not take him at his word and act on his promises mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's the tragedy that we have in this passage the nation of israel the entire group he asked that question who was it it was all of them uh, you know they're, they're just a couple of you know men you know joshua mm-hmm. and, and caleb uh, who survived that generation it was everyone who came out uh, you know, mm-hmm. of, of, through the exodus. Even Moses himself, because of, you know, disobedience, wasn't able to enter into, uh, you know, the promised land. So the entire generation came to the edge after seeing everything that God had done for them and, and shrunk back because they didn't have the confidence of God's continuing work on their behalf mm-hmm. as he led them into his rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. fantastic passage mm-hmm. yeah heavenly father we thank you for who you are we thank you uh, for everything that you have done in us and father we we do pray that we would do as uh, the writer of hebrews is encouraged that we wouldn't have an unbelieving heart that turns away from the living god uh that we would trust you in the the tough moments of our day that we would trust you uh with all of our eternity Uh, that our confidence will not be in our abilities, but in uh, your sustaining presence and power in us and your ability uh, to cause us to persevere in you. So we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your work in us. And we thank you, Father, uh, for the confidence we can have in you. It's in your holy name we pray.
1: Amen.